<clears throat> Hello and welcome to episode negative fourteen point seven five. Episode negative fourteen and two thirds, approximately. One of those two is probably accurate. Of uh, Daniel K's Let's Plays uh, today, I'm going to be playing a little bit more uh, Castle of the Winds for you. Um, there's not going to be much of an introduction. I'm just going to get right into it. No news, no nothing, no fun locations. I'm not out the front of a hospital or in the middle of the street or in a shower cubicle or anything. I'm uh, here on this uh, this big black IKEA couch in my living room next to my gas heater because uh, it's uh, several weeks since the solstice, but it's still pretty chilly um, weather for me to be in, so... I'm here in some very comfortable clothing in front of a gas heater with my laptop and with my recording device. I'm going to make a podcast, and uh, you all can listen if you really feel like it. If you don't feel like it, hey, don't unsubscribe, please. Just maybe actually, if you could uh, subscribe a few more times on a few more phones and computers and stuff, that would make me feel really good. Um, All right, let's just get started. I'm here with Gina. I'm in this big room where I picked up the book. Um, my manner is quite low, but my health is okay. Manner 2 out of 7, HP 10 out of 10. So, um, I'm just going to keep on exploring around here. I can't imagine that I'm going to be using Phase Door very much. Uh, oh, okay. The feeling of, uh, fear of traps has returned to me. I reckon some rocks are going to fall on me before, uh, before I know it. Okay. Um, so here in this room where I picked up the spell book, there are three exits. Uh, as well as a staircase down to the next level. Um, okay, da- down in my description, it says I'm in mine level one. I've been calling this the second level of the dungeon. So uh, the staircase will be down to mine level two, which will be the third level of the dungeon. But uh, maybe I'll just switch to calling it uh, the staircase down to mine level two. Um, I'm going to just take the closest corridor out to me. Uh, and if this is a dead end, I'll return to this room and I'll keep on exploring. Ooh, okay. Ah, okay. I've, uh, I've entered a room with two goblins. One of them is right adjacent to me. It's, it's just diagonally to my left. I think it can hit me. Uh, and the other one is, uh, what, one, two, three, four squares away from me. I've got two spells left. I'm going to see if I can one-shot both these motherfuckers. Um, before they can lay their filthy green hands on me. Um, that sounded a little questionable. Uh, I dislike them because they're goblins, not because they're a specific colour. I I swear, I'm not a racist person. Please, please believe me. Uh, Alright, let's shoot this first goblin. Bang! <laughs> Magic arrow hit the goblin. The goblin is dead. We're off to a pretty good start. Oh no, all my actions are now slightly racially tinged. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I swear I'm a good guy. I donate to charity every now and again. Please. Please don't judge me. Let's shoot this next guy. Yeah, motherfucker. Goblin is dead. I shot them both. I mowed them both down with my magic arrows. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, so let's enter this room. Okay. Uh, it's it's empty, there's no more baddies, but there is another book on the ground. 
Um, both goblins left piles of money behind them. There's also a third pile of money, which there was in this room anyway. Let's just right-click on this book. Spell book. Oh, okay. Because I've already learnt the spell, I guess I can identify this already as another spell book of phase door. So um, I'm going to get this money. Get 72 pieces of copper. I'll walk over to the next pile. Get 45. I'm going to get the book. Get Spellbook phase door, and then this third pile, get 60 pieces of copper. There's another stairway down to the uh, next level of this mine dungeon. I'm not going to take it. Um, I'm out of mana entirely now. Um, I think it would be a cop-out if I just went back up every single time I was out of mana. So I'm going to try... I'm going to try exploring one more corridor. So I'm going to go back into this other room where I started this episode and we'll explore another corridor. And then I'm going to try and kill something just with my sword. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, it's a dead end. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I kind of cheated then because it was definitely obviously going to be a dead end. I'm going to go up and sleep and I'm actually probably going to go back to the town and sell that book. Maybe buy some more armor or something. Um, I'll take a photo so that you know what I mean about this obviously being a dead end. Daniel K has a podcast and he photographs things sometimes. There we go, photo taken. So yeah. Oh, it's a dead end. What a surprise. I could never pick this corridor as being a dead end. Jeez. All right. Let's, uh... Let's go sell some stuff, huh? Um, Alright, I'll edit out me walking back to the town, and I'll just cut back to me at the town in uh, 321 now. Alright, I'm back in town. I've just sold uh, sold the stuff that I picked up. Um, yeah, I've got... Uh, I got like 900 bucks, and uh, there was nothing I could really afford in uh, the blacksmith shop. The next thing I'd want to buy is a shield, but the cheapest shield is a thousand bucks. So I went over to the general store. What's it called? Uh, Castle Gunhild's General Store. Uh, and there were these items which I thought were just junk items, like boots and a cloak, because they were 20 bucks each. Uh, so I, I bought both of them and put them on. My, my armor class has actually gone up quite a bit. I'm at 33 armor class now, so for just 40 bucks... Um, I've got a whole bunch of extra armor points. So, yeah, we're good. All right, I've done everything I, I can here in town. I've got nice freed-up bags. I'm just going to walk back up to the uh, to the dungeon entrance. And I'm going to uh, park my butt out in front of this gate. Uh, and I'm going to... Verbs. Oops. No, thank you. Yes. Sleep until mana is restored. Alright. Yeah, there we are. Okay, sleeping's over. Mana 7 out of 7. HP 10 out of 10. Um, it's been 4 hours of in-game time. 0 days, 4 hours. Uh, 0 minutes and 42 seconds. So let's re-enter this dungeon, shall we? Here we are uh, in mine level 0, which I've been calling the first floor, where the rats and the uh, cobalt live. Uh, where our friend Gareth died. Let's go down into what I call the second floor, that the game calls the first floor. Climb downstairs. Here we are. Okay. So, uh, back up this long diagonal. Oh, shit. What? Fucking hell. There's more baddies in here. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Okay. So, I've just run right into a goddamn piece of shit fucking giant red ant. 
And because I was just hammering the fucking nine key to go up the diagonal, it just kept on <laughs> it just kept on attacking me and I was standing here doing nothing. Gina was like trying to run into this motherfucker while it was biting her to death. Oh, I'm still alive. HP six out of ten. Uh, but I've re- <laughs> I'm gonna scroll up through the combat log. Giant red ant dodges your clumsy blow. Oh, okay. So by running into the ant, I've automatically been attacking it. <laughs> oh fuck! This is the worst way to do combat, listeners. Is to reiterate what just happened in a fraction of a second to you, but that's what's going to happen anyway. So here's what happened in that epic battle, which I just skimmed right over. Giant red ant dodges your clumsy blow. The giant red ant misses you. You stumble and miss the giant red ant, cleaving the air. The giant red ant misses you. So we basically were just feeble at each other for like five minutes, and I I didn't really need to pay attention. The giant red ant misses you. You smite the giant ant, driving it back a step. With no uh, obvious effects uh, in the real world. The giant red ant bites you. So I'm now on 6 out of 10. I'm going to right-click on this ant, see what the ant's on. Slightly injured giant ant. Okay, enough fucking about. We're going to blast this piece of shit ant with our magic arrow. Click. (laughs) The magic arrow hit the giant ant. I don't know if it's dead yet. Because a box has opened up in front of me. And you want to know what it says? It says, Welcome to level 2. I've just leveled up. Uh, so this box which has appeared is the Learn Spells box. I can heal minor wounds, detect objects, light or shield. Um, I guess... Of these four options... I mean, shield would be good if I was coming up against, like, a big enemy and I knew it ahead of time, like a boss. I could buff myself before going into the room, like Black Dynamite throwing a a boomerang. Um, But I haven't come up against any bosses, so I I mean, you know, forethought be fucked. Uh, Let's go heal minor wounds. I can see that coming in handy. Click. The giant red ant is dead. Yes, and I now have a third spell. Um, in leveling up, obviously, my, uh, a little bit of my health has come back, because I'm on HP 10 out of 14. Mana, now 11 out of 11. So, our magic arrow quiver is restocked. Um, great. So, let's continue up the diagonal. Here we go. We'll go around the weird dog leg up the left side now. And now we're in the room where I picked up that first magic spell book. I've explored two of the corridors leading off of this room, so there's one final corridor to explore. Uh, Let's explore it now, shall we? Um... Ooh! Uh, The large snake bites you. Okay, (laughs) I've just stepped into the range of a large snake. It's right up in my face in this little corridor. Uh, I'm not going to try fighting it with my sword. I'm going to blast it with an arrow, because i got 11 of them, huh? Uh, the magic arrow hit the large snake. But it is not dead. It is critically injured, though. And the large snake misses you. So I'm just going to try and finish him off with my sword, huh? Click. The large snake bites you. You miss the large snake. HP 4 out of 14. Um, oh man, I'm really torn as to what to do, listeners. I almost feel like stepping back. But he can probably step right into my space and then hit me, huh? Uh, so I'm not going to step back. I'm going to be a coward, I'm going to magic arrow him. Him? 
Maybe it's a lady snake. I can't tell from this distance. I, in real life, if I was staring right at a snake's genitals, I probably wouldn't know male snakes from female snakes. Um, so from this miles away bird's eye view, it's no surprise that I can't properly gender this snake. Gender? Sex. Sex this snake. That I can't possibly sex this snake. Uh, Alright, I'm going to shoot him with an arrow instead. A large snake is dead. Because the magic arrow hit the snake. Yeah. Alright. I'm going to keep on walking around on uh, 4 out of 14 health. Because I figure it'll it'll uh, replenish before I meet any more snakes or ants. Man, here on the second floor, it's all like snakes and ants. These are not what I would guess, like... These are not what I would guess the enemies in a dungeon would be. I would have thought, you know, kobolds, goblins, rats, bats. The kind of stuff I got on the first floor. So I wonder if the enemies get progressively weirder as we go down floors. I hope so. Alright, I've come up against a door. A little doorway. I'm going to step through the door. No, I'm not. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run back and forth until my HP comes back. 5 out of 14... I know this is a little cheap, but I'm not going to die. 6 out of 14. Come on. 7 out of 14. At 8, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to call 8 good enough. There we are. 8 out of 14. All right, I'm going to step through the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the door goes nowhere. It's it's a nothing door. Like, yeah. There's, there's nothing on the other end of this door. This is more random fuckery on, on behalf of the game. Um, I'm going to take another photo for you all. You know what? No, fuck it. I'm not going to take a photo. This is an audio-only Let's Play. What are you doing looking at photos? You're cheating. Stop it. Cut it out. No more photos. You can just imagine a door which actually doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Alright, let's go back up to the uh, first room that I entered. Click... Click, 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 Back down the long, long, long diagonal. All right, here we are in this first room. Okay. In this room, it was empty when I came in here, when I was in here like two minutes ago. And now there's a hobgoblin here. So the enemies just like, I guess, walk around all on their own. This hobgoblin is not going to be walking around for much longer. It's probably going to be hobbling. I'm probably going to need to start calling him the hobbling goblin. Because I'm going to blast off his fucking legs with my magic arrows. <laughs> Click. Bang. You hit the uh, goblin, hobgoblin, with your magic arrow. He is a heavily injured hobgoblin. Oh, motherfucker, you've still got one leg left? Not for long. Bang. The hobgoblin is dead. Mana, 7 out of 11. He didn't drop anything. Ah. Oh, this is going good. Alright, um, so what have we got here? We've got one, two, three more corridors to check out in this room. One of them is a door. So I'm going to go through this door first. It's actually the closest corridor to me. It's another diagonal corridor. I'm going to go up the diagonal corridor. My health is replenished to uh, 12 out of 14 just in my walking around. Man, there's still 7 out of 11. Oh, 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 a motherfucking, what is this? A goblin has uh, has appeared in front of me. He's right in front of me, so it's, it's point blank magic arrow time. Click. Ah, done. The goblin is dead. He left a pile of cash. I'm gonna get it. 
get yeah oh motherfucker five pieces of copper I feel bad it was a low income goblin I just murdered a goblin uh, from a low socioeconomic background how's that for punching down oh okay at the end of this diagonal corridor there's a big room uh, it's it's a pretty big sparse room but there are two enemies here there is an uninjured kobold and there is a viper so first things first the kobold is like two steps from me the viper is f- f- further away but I don't know if I can hit the kobold from where I am so I'm going to step a little further into the room step oh the viper has gotten closer but the kobold has stayed where he is I'm going to blast this viper click bang Magic arrow hit the viper, but it's still alive. It is heavily injured, though. And the kobold has stepped up and hit me, but it missed me. The kobold misses you. Uh, this is kind of kind of tough. Um, I'm going to magic arrow the kobold. Okay, here's the plan. I'm going to magic arrow the kobold. Click. Bang. It's dead. And now I'm just going to hit the viper with my sword until it's dead. Click. The viper poisons you, motherfucker. Click. You hit the viper. The viper is dead. Whew. So my health is 13 out of 14. Mana, 4 out of 11. But uh, I'm poisoned, listeners. Uh, But fuck it. I'm just going to walk it off. Uh, I'm going to keep on... There's two corridors exiting this room. And I'm going to go along this one, which looks like it's going to lead to either a small room or a dead end. I can't tell. It's a corridor. It's a little straight corridor. Oh, you are hit by an arrow. I triggered a trap. Health points 9 out of 14. Shit. Okay, I can see the arrow trap in my map now. I'm going to disarm it. Disarm this trap. You disarm the trap. Nice. Cool. So there's a, probably a free little bit of experience. Well, not free, because it came at the cost of an arrow wound to Gina. Um, hey, some Gina news, listeners. Uh, I'm just going to wait for this poison to run out. And while I'm waiting, I'll tell you the Gina news. Um... This character of mine, Gina, she's named after a character in my favourite movie of all time. Uh, It's the Studio Ghibli film Porco Rosso. Uh, I know it's not the quintessential Ghibli film. Um, I guess that would be like Spirited Away or Howl's Moving Castle or My Neighbour Totoro. Um, Like they're the sort of gold standard everyone loves. Oh no, Kiki's Delivery Service is also on that list. But uh, Porco Rosso I used to watch with my dad, and he really loved it. He's a pretty technical-minded guy, so he was really into all the seaplanes. Um, he'd go, oh, it's a, a, a Savoia S21, Dan, look at that thing. It was a real plane, and they only made, like, two of them, or, or what the fuck ever. I, I don't really remember. Oh, look, there's a Ghibli engine. Ghibli is a real uh, Italian engine company, which Studio Ghibli took its name from. And I go, oh, wow, that's interesting, Dad. And meanwhile, I'd be watching the pig fly around in a red plane, fighting a Texan with the voice of the Dread Pirate Roberts. Um, so, yeah, for several different reasons. It's magical escapism, and uh, it, it's earning my father's respect. It's my favourite movie, and I can just watch it again and again and again. Gina is a character in Porco Rosso. She's not the best character, the film, I don't think it, it really is going to pass the Bechdel test anytime soon. I mean, it tries to address issues of sexism in its own quaint little way. Uh, it's not a perfect film. Um, and the female characters kind of leave a little to be desired. 
Um, which is strange for a Ghibli film. Usually the female characters are, are the protagonists and they're incredible, deep and, and realistic and believable human beings. Uh, but they're kind of a little bit one-dimensional in Porcaroso. But nevertheless, my favourite film. I've watched it more than any other film. And the news I wanted to tell you is that I'm going to go see it in the cinema. Because uh, Lazy Little Perth Western Australia is having a Studio Ghibli uh, film festival. And there's a whole bunch of Ghibli movies, like 20 of them being being screened. And me and my wife are going to go see four of them. Uh, we're going to go see Pocarosso. We're going to see uh, House Moving Castle and Spirited, Spirited Away. And we're also going to go see The Wind Rises, which I haven't I haven't watched yet. But um, maybe it'll maybe it'll tickle my uh, my Pocarosso love organ. Whatever part of me loves Porcarosso, maybe uh, The Wind Rises will, will tickle. Um, anyway, okay, I've gotten over the poison, the snake poison. Let's go through this last corridor in this, this room and see what's, uh, see what's at the end of it. Is it a baddie? Is it some loot? I hope it's some loot, because it's a while. It's been a while since I picked up some new armor or weapons. Okay, guess what it is, listeners? A dead end. It's not a baddie. It's not some loot. It's fucking nothing. All right, let's backtrack. We'll go back to the uh, the main room. Uh, there are two more corridors leading off this main first room which we entered. I'm going to go down uh, and walk into the next corridor. My health is 11 out of 14. Oh, hear that? Hear that, listeners? Do you know what that is? That's my timer telling me that I should finish because it's uh, it's been about 20 minutes. Thank you, timer. But I haven't gotten anything done, so I'm just going to keep on playing, huh? And maybe this will be like a 25-minute episode, and the last five minutes will be a fucking action-packed epic adventure in which I am firing magic arrows, stabbing things with my swords, almost dying, finding millions of dollars, uh, learning new spells, having rocks fall on me. No, it's just a dead end. It's a fucking dead end. (laughs) It's a nothing at the end of this corridor. All right, backtracking to the uh, main main room. We'll go down to the final corridor to explore. <sighs> okay, I've entered this last corridor. I'm walking along it. What's going to happen? Oh, shit! What is this? There is some loot on the ground here. I see a suit of leather armor. Okay, this motherfucking... This temptation at my feet. I'm going to get it. I'm not going to put it on. Because I guarantee it's like a cursed armor covered in spikes and magic on the inside, which is going to really, um, really handicap me in this dungeon adventure. Handicap me even more than, uh, than, uh, missing both my legs. And hands, by the looks. She's got just, she's just balancing her dagger on her left stump. Left-handed! She's left-handed, hey! That's interesting, isn't it? Our, um, our protagonist is a left-handed disabled woman. This is the most progressive game I've ever played. Holy shit, okay. This was another big, long, dead end. It was just a long corridor to nowhere with a suit of armor right in the middle of it. But hey, I'm not complaining because this mine level 1, dungeon level 2 is what I'm calling it, it's now fully explored. There's nothing left to explore. So I'm going to make my way to one of the uh, staircases down. I'm going to save my game. And then that's going to be this episode all finished. I mean, this has maybe not been the most exciting one, but maybe this, I just need to, I need to deal with it, you know? Maybe I'm not going to make 
a solid gold podcast every single time I sit down to record. So let's save the game. Game saved. Join me next time. Oh, shit! Okay, no. I won't do a Daniel K. Recommends. Um, I'll save that for next episode. Uh, Hey, it'll happen one day. I'll recommend something one day. You guys, I know you absolutely love me and you worship my tastes and you love everything that I love. Um... But, uh, hey, you're just going to need to deal with not uh, not learning uh, about a, an element of culture which I've enjoyed in the past, this episode. Um, I- I'm sure you can deal with that in your own way, you know. Um, uh, see you next time, listeners. Bye. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming with me, and I really love you, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>